안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace, 안녕하십니까. Today is a very, very happy Sunday. How about you? Last Friday, I had a meeting with the uh, Essex community members at the uh, New Jersey Family Church. I'm now meeting with uh, many communities group uh, in New Jersey Church. I, this is maybe third or fourth time. It's a beautiful meeting. And it was a group photo. And uh, yesterday, the second filial heart three generation family over ceremony organized by Chinese People's Federation for World Peace and New York Chinese School was held in Chinatown in New York. Uh, our Amy Yang, <clears throat> a president of Chinese People's Federation for World Peace USA, did a great job. And his son and our Taka Yoshi did also a great job as well as MC. And I really appreciate all the staff and leaders and members of those who are supporting uh, this, uh, you know, Chinese People's Federation for World Peace uh, USA activity. And I gave a keynote speech regarding Cho Zheng. Filial Hatri Generation Family Award. It was a very, very beautiful ceremony. It was a group photo. And then we had a Chen Shimon, you know, bequital and settlement ceremony in New Jersey Family Church. Thank you for Dr. Ki Hun Kim for coming to help with offering Chen Shimon in New Jersey Family Church. It was very beautiful, beautifully renovated. And thank you so much, our Takino and Nancy and you know all the staff and leaders prepare, renovated beautifully, and our Chen Shimon Hall. Thank you. It was a group photo, and then also Dr. Kim share about recently what happened and his experience at the Chen Shimon. Today, I'd like to talk about God's ideal family and the kingdom of the peaceful ideal world. One from True Mother's Anthology, Volume Two. Let's study. God's ideal family and the kingdom of the peaceful ideal world. One, respected leaders, our bondage to the lineage of Satan has caused much suffering throughout history. Let us now boldly step forth to sever it and be grafted onto the root of the lineage of the true parents. Why would we foolishly continue to live and die as wild olive trees? A wild olive tree, even if it lives a thousand years, will only continue producing the seeds of more wild olive trees. Where can we find the path to escape this vicious cycle? It is through the marriage blessing. The marriage blessing offers the grace of being grafted onto the true olive tree. It was inaugurated through the true parents who bring God's true lineage to man, humankind. Once you change your lineage to God's lineage, your offspring will belong to God's lineage naturally. The grace of the marriage blessing includes three stages, resurrection, rebirth and eternal life. Once you receive the true parents' marriage blessing, 
you can give birth to pure, sinless offspring and build an ideal family. The best way to receive the marriage blessing is with someone from another race, nationality, or religion, or join in a cross-cultural marriage blessing. This contributes to the enormous task of transcending the barriers of race, culture, ethnicity, and religion, creating one family of humankind. In God's sight, skin color makes no difference. God does not stand behind the barriers of religion and culture. They are nothing more than the devil's tricks. The devil has used them to rule over humanity as a false parent for tens of thousands of years. Yes. How can we, who became wild or lived trees due to the fall of the human ancestor, escape from the condition? It is through the marriage blessing. The marriage blessing offers, offers the grace of the being grafted onto the true olive tree. In conclusion, you cannot change your seed without changing your lineage. You know, to change our lineage, you need to receive the blessing. That's why blessing is not just only marriage ceremony. Blessing is the salvation. Completely transform our blood lineage from satanic blood lineage to God's blood lineage. That's why, you know, what is the weapon to restore each one of the human being from the wild, wild, uh, from the wild olive trees to true olive tree? That is the blessing. Human being, regardless of who they are, can lead a life of perfection only when they are born through the three stages of the rebirth, resurrection, and eternal life through the true parents. Father, many times talking about three stages, rebirth and resurrection and eternal life, sometimes a different way explained. And I exactly I want to put here Father's word. According to true Father's word here, Rebirth means being born again on an individual basis. Resurrection means being born again on a family basis. And eternal life means that all mankind will be perfected together on a global basis and live eternally in God's homeland and by serving true parents, the king of kings, and forming the kingdom of heaven owners and in, in heaven. Therefore, human beings must be born through three stages. The first stage of rebirth refers to being born as a new person through the true parents' work. When you join church, right, and then really accept the true parents, they are the true parents of the all mankind, right? And that is the, like a first level. Uh, first stage we are calling about the rebirth through God's word. And according to Father, resurrection means, resurrection also referred to the uh, husband and wife receiving the blessing and being born again through the four great realms of heart and three great kingship. And then the final stage, which, which is the last stage, the stage in which all mankind is safe on a global level. And all people are liberated from the satanic world. And when we enter the final stage, 
which is the last stage, right? Eternal, um, yeah. That is a what, what? That is the what? There's no more Satan does exist. Completely restore. No more hell. No more paradise. Completely restore. Then Father said, "You can enter final stage, right? Final stage. I'm talking about the first one is what rebirth." Second one is what? Resurrection. And then uh, the last one is what? Eternal. You know? Eternal. We need to understand about this point. In that case, not only me and my family, but everyone will live forever in God's homeland. This is because Satan no longer exists in a world where complete salvation has been achieved. I'd like to emphasize again the God's concept uh, salvation is total salvation. No one missing. That's why our goal is how to restore entire world, not just only my family and tribe and my nation. That's why we need to have the same mindset, same vision and same goal as God. Total salvation. You know, since I realized the, the word of the total salvation, I have a transformation experience. And then I come pretty rich, different dimension. Wow. God's concept salvation is like that. Then I need to embrace the war. You know? I need to have the same concept and same goal, same heart, same situation as God. That's why, really, uh, if, we, if we think about the total salvation, I need to embrace any nationality, any colors, any kind of the people, in, even including enemy, because cannot miss even one. You know, we, do, we need to have that kind of heart to embrace entire world, including even spiritual world. Huh? That's why I really love Trupan's concept of the salvation. Total salvation. I need to save everybody. If you have that kind of concept, and you your heart, you get your heart container become more larger, more, more wider, and you can embrace everybody, including your enemy. That's why I love the concept of the total salvation. Total salvation. No one missing. Treat everybody as God's sons and daughters. Living divine principle, again, eschatology too. Let's study. Eschatology and human history. Human history. We dwell in ignorance of history, uncertain about its origin the direction in which it is heading and its final destination. Concerning eschatology or the doctrine of the last days, many Christians believe literally what is written in the Bible. The heavens and the elements will melt with fire. The sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from heaven and the dead in Christ will rise to meet the Lord in the air. However, we must ask whether these events will take place literally 
or whether the verses are symbolic. To address this issue, we should first understand such fundamental matters as the purpose of God's creation, the meaning of the human fall, and the goal of the providence of restoration. So based on that, let's study Father's word. Search for the words which move your original nature and body. What if the word which brought the cosmos into existence appeared again on earth? Even though we are fallen people, since we still have our original mind, our mind is bound to move in accordance with the word. Therefore, you must search for the word that moves your original nature and body during your life course at the end of human history. Otherwise, there's no way for you to make an eternal relationship with God who is in deep sorrow and lamentation. You must understand this clearly. Yes, because, of, because the fall of a man is the loss of the word. It is important to find the word that will inevitably, uh, inevitably move our original mind in last days. If you do not find such words, there is no way for you to make an eternal relationship with God and who is in deep and sorrow and lamentation. The reason why the word is important is because the word is our life and love and salvation. And it is because we establish an eternal relationship with God through the word. Therefore, the last days are not crisis, but an opportunity to meet the coming the Lord and the word a time of hope. Therefore, you must find the word that your original mind cannot deny. Why we are so inspired by divine principle and true Father's word? Our original mind cannot deny it. Cannot deny it, no matter what. The words that your original mind does not follow will eventually disappear. You know, sometimes you inspire by this and that, you know. However, here, very important. The words that your original mind does not follow will eventually disappear. Therefore, find the word that cannot be denied, even if you want to deny them. Because this is our destiny to go. That's why you need to find the word that cannot be denied, even though many people persecute you and misunderstand you, insult you. But cannot deny this word. Because this word comes from God, right? That's why in the last day, we need to find that kind of word. Next. The fortune of the people who live in the era of the end of the world. In terms of the time in which we must restore all indemnity conditions in history all at once, among those who live in the era of the end of the world. There are those who take charge of the fortune of one time. There are those who take charge of the fortune of the era. And there are those who take charge of the fortune of the world and heavenly fortune. Then how can we connect and bring them together? This is the mission of ascetics and religious people. 
This mission is to be fulfilled by religion. Yes. What the destiny of the people who live in the era of the end of the uh, end of the world? In the last day, we must restore all indemnity conditions in the history all at once. Therefore, you need to know what kind of the destiny do I take charge? And in the age uh, in the age of the end, think about what historical indemnity conditions. You have uh, you have the responsibility to restore. Do I a charge of the destiny of just one time, or the or the era, or family, HDM, nation, continent, or world? All blessed family have to take charge of the destiny for HTM. What kind of the era of responsibility do I take charge? Do not waste your time. You need to know the area of your responsibility. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you need to know very clearly your goal, your portion of responsibility, your mission. Do not waste your time. Therefore, you have to to run and be very serious after you knowing the your portion of responsibility. Everything will come through according to your thinking. And vision, and belief, and chongsong, declaration, preparation, and practice. Do you understand what I'm talking about? This is really last stage. That why completely, no matter what, we need to unite with true parent, unite with true mother, and keep going. Okay, keep going. I really inspired by a father's word. Of course, God will never make mistake. Father said, "If God is wrong, then need to correct him to be an absolute being." Oh, Father, how much he confidence with God? How much he confident the principle? He has absolute confidence. Do you have that kind of confidence with God? Do you have a confidence with the divine principle? Do you have that much confidence with the true parents, no matter what? Of course, each one of the human being can make small, small thing happen. But I'm talking about the fundamental issues about God, about divine principle, about true parents. That's why you need to have a confirmation from spiritual world. Confirmation. Really, God does exist. Really, spiritual world does exist. Really, Satan does exist or not? Really. You 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 need to get the confirmation. Who, Son Myung, Park Jahan Myung, really they are true parents. You need to get confirmation. I'm so inspired to hear Reverend Yohani testimony when he's a 104, 105 years before he going to spiritual world, and I met him. How he really got a confirmation. The position of the father moon and mother moon. It is really incredible. He said, when he uh, uh, passed over more than hundred years, and he said two third of his life living in spiritual world, every day traveling here, and then he testify what kind of spiritual world. And then, then I ask, how is the father over there? He said. <laughs> 
call Father. Wow. Father living in such a high dimensional. You know, do you know his level about the Father's level of love? It's really, really, very, very, very high. Really shining. I cannot open my eye because too shining. And he said, I visited each one of the 36 couples, 72 couples, those who already died. And then I know where do they stay. And then he told me that, wow, the value of two parents is really amazing. Reverend Yohan is talking about. And today's youth ministry, how to live uh, with a rock life of faith. So let's study. <laughs> a willing heart, a grateful heart, a joyful heart. Those who go to Sunday worship habitually lose their focus quickly. This is because it is easy to get tired of a life of worship for ex external appearance. Whatever you do, if you do not put your heart and sincerity into it, it will not last long and will only waste time. While attending worship, we cannot maintain our faith if we do not come up with the kind of heart that says to ourselves, I really enjoyed attending, and I am really grateful. So no matter what you do, if you do not have a willing heart, a grateful heart, and a joyful heart, you will wither away like a tree without roots. You must always have something to earn, be rewarded for, and be grateful for in order to establish your personality. Those who are capricious, those who are dominated by circumstances, and those who cannot overcome adversity become weak-willed. At first, when you hear the words, it feels right and feels good. But when you are in a difficult environment, you feel weak and your will withers. You need to know how to overcome and manage any environment in order to gain skills. Even in difficult circumstances, we must have the experience of overcoming them and practicing them in order for our faith to take root. Yeah, this is a very important point. A person who attends Sunday worship or does everything as a mere formality, will easily get tired and lose focus no matter what responsibility he or she carries, uh, carries out. On the other hand, the person who digs deeper and deeper becomes more and more centered the more he or she digs. That's why when you become, uh, you need to go more deeper way, more internal way, more connect to God, more connect to the heart, then you're never tired, more inspired, but you are very external. Just only focus on external result. Just only focus on the, uh, whatever doing with just only formality, then I am telling you, easily get tired. Easily get tired. That's why do not just only think how to get the result. Just only externally how to get the how to get the you know how to uh, reach the goal. Especially now our GPA member doing fundraising and how can I reach the goal one thousand or two thousand goal? 
If we choose only external goal, I am telling you, you don't go more deeper way, internally, artistically, easily tired. Therefore, no matter what you do, if you do not put your heart and almost sincerity into it, it will not last long and you will only waste your time. Very important lesson. Very, very important lesson. That's why you are not sincere. You do not put your heart. Everything just wastes your time. While attending even Sunday services, you cannot maintain your faith unless you say to yourself, I really enjoyed attending. And I am so grateful to attend Sundays from the heart. You need to appreciate to yourself. And how to do it? You need to put your utmost sincere heart. And then before about, you know, uh, the Sunday service, you need to be there at least five minutes, 10 minutes before and prepare your heart. Anyone come last minute and join the Sunday service, I am telling you guarantee. They do not get the God's grace. God, you, you know, to receive God's grace, you need to prepare your heart. Prepare your heart. You need to come earlier. And you know, to receive God's word, your attitude, God is walking through your attitude and through your preparation. Preparation is important, my brothers and sisters. So how can you keep your faith and move forward? without losing your initial motivation. It means that whatever you do, you must do it with a sincere heart, sincerity. I really love the word of the sincerity. Again, I am telling you, very important. This is a top secret. You know, how can you keep your faith and move forward without losing your initial motivation? It means that whatever you do, you must do it with a sincere heart and a willing heart, a grateful heart, and a happy heart. Otherwise, it will wither away like a tree without roots. You have to always have something to earn and something worthwhile and something to be thankful for, and so that you can establish yourself as a person. People who are, you know, uh, capricious, those who are dominated by circumstances, and those who cannot overcome adversity become weak-willed and lose their first motivation. Therefore, you need to know how to overcome and manage any environment, you know, to develop your skills and ability. To do so, you need the faith to overcome reality. And in order to have the faith, you must keep listening to the word of God and meditating and practicing it to make it your own. That's why, my brothers and sisters, sincerity is a key. Sincerity, almost sincere, what about even small things? Whenever you meet people with your heart, when you talk to someone with, some, with, with, with your heart, right? Only almost sincerity moves heaven. You are externally, oh, she's beautiful and handsome, he have money, have a good job. When you see just only external view, 
And then when you are you know, getting closer and closer, you surely become disappointed. We should be a, the person of heart. We need to, we have to be a person of the almost sincerity, my brothers and sisters. Next. How to live with a rock life faith. A person solidifies their will through experience. That is why this kind of faith is called a rock-like faith. First, when we hear the word, we believe in it. And when we practice it, our heart is resurrected. As your heart resurrects, your will becomes stronger. It is important for students to study, but they must also do their basic responsibilities well before studying. You must live a life of eating, sleeping, and dressing with principle and go further and practice basic faith such as prayer and studying the word. What you promise yourself, you must study while fulfilling it first. How can you study when you do not fulfill the basic things you promised yourself? Basically, if people do not fulfill their promises to themselves, they will always feel burdened and will not be able to lead a normal life. Therefore, even if it is small, what we promised before heaven must be put into practice. Students must be punctual to class and come to school because they long for their studies and teachers internally. Beginner believers must keep the worship time well and come because they long for the worship time. In addition, we must do well in prayer and tithing, which are the basics in the life of faith. When we make an effort to practice what we promised in front of heaven, our lives becomes worthwhile and satisfying. If you keep your promise with heaven and with yourself well, your heart will be very happy. Yeah. First, when you hear the word, we believe in it, and when we practice it, our heart is resurrected. A person uh, solidifies their will through the experience. Faith is a constant challenge and overcoming, right? Faith compro compromises with reality. When it tries to settle or settle in the life, it stays in. Really important. Fallen man, reality is much greater than fate. That is fallen man. Who has a fate? Fate is much, much greater than reality. All fallen men subjugated by reality. That is the problem. Fate must constantly challenge its own growth and completion. Believe that God is alive and continue to challenge yourself. There's no growth and development without challenges. Those who don't like the challenge, your spiritual self cannot grow up anymore. Life of faith always challenging and overcoming, challenging and overcoming, reach it to another dimension, and then challenging and overcoming, and then reach it to another dimension. Through that kind of way, we can grow up. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Life of faith is what? Challenging and overcoming. 
So how can you overcome? You need to believe that God is alive. God is, as long as God is a living God, I can overcome. God is dead. Spiritual world does not exist. No way to overcome. But God is alive. You need to, you need to unite with God. You need to believe in that God is alive. As long as God is alive, I can overcome any issue, any problem. You need to have that kind of faith. Through this constant challenge and overcoming, our faith is strengthened. And we live a life of faith that is not shaken. That's why this kind of faith is called a rock-like faith. As your heart resurrects, you will become stronger. It is important for students to study, but they must also do their basic responsibility well before studying. Basically, my brothers and sisters, if people do not fulfill their promises to themselves, they will always feel burden and cannot lead a normal life. Therefore, even if it is a small, what we promise before heaven must be put into practice. That's why for me, is a really wake up early morning. It's like a life, my lifeline. No matter what, I need to wake up three o'clock and keep going. Wake up early morning and prayer and prepare God's word. No matter what, without missing even single day and keep going doing morning devotion. What I promise to me, I do. I always get the power. That's why what you promise, even small thing, what you promise to yourself, keep going. Maintain. Then you can get strength. My brothers and sisters, what you promise to yourself, even small things. I want to read just five minutes from the door, or 10 minutes from the door, whatever. What you promise to yourself, and then keep going to practice. And then you can get strength. Follow manage changeable. And not keep first the resolution and determination. Students must be punctual to class and come to the school because they long for their studies and teachers internally. Beginner believers must keep the worship time well and come and because they long for the worship time. In addition, we must do well in prayer and tithing, which are the basic in the life of faith. That's why my brothers and sisters, start from small thing. What you promise, even small, and then you can become good habit or three months and three years and then try another one and try another one. Four, five, six or seven, Whenever you make up your mind and then you can keep it continuously, then I am telling you, you completely become a different person. Do it what you promise. When you make an effort to practice what we promise in front of heaven, our lives become so worthwhile and, and then satisfying. If you keep your promise with heaven and with yourself well, your heart will be very happy all the time. For me, also not easy to doing every morning uh, the devotion and prepare my heart and wake up every morning. Not easy, challenging, but overcoming. But after I completed, 
I am so happy. I overcame. I overcame. Wow, I overcame. I encouraged myself. <laughs> so much proud of myself. When I keep, okay, when I when, when I do something, what I what I what I promise to myself. Next. When will my heart be happy? Up until now, you must have tried very hard to live according to the commands and laws that your heart longs for. When you lived according to the law of the heart, you would also have tasted the reward of joy. When you attended the service, you must have experienced that your heart was very proud when you prepared, prayed, and listened to the word before others. However, if you are late for worship or class as a student, you must have also experienced that your heart is not clear. In this way, our hearts are like a scale of love. The more I practice the truth in my life, the more joy I get, or how my heart becomes heavy when I don't. Then, how can I live a life of faith where God is with me? First of all, you have to judge what is right and what is wrong. After you have judged, you must put it into practice. So today, we must do our best to put into practice what we promise to God and ourselves. If you realize and practice the laws of your nature in this way, you will experience that wisdom gradually emerges and greater power emerges. Yes, thank you. Mankind's original nature created by God made them uh, uh, obliged to live for others. Therefore, when you follow the law of your heart and live for the sake of others, you will taste the reward of joy. This is how heavenly law is made. When attending worship and go ahead of others to prepare and pray and listen to the word, if that happened, you will experience something very clear in your heart. Conversely, how does our original nature feel when we live only for our, our own selves rather than others or neglect our responsibility? For example, you may have experienced that when being late for worship or when being late for class as a student, you felt dishonorable. In this way, our hearts are like a scale of love. The more we practice the truth in our lives, the more our original nature overflows with joy. On the other hand, if we do not do this, we know that our heart becomes heavy. Therefore, live according to the wish of your original nature. Then joy will without fail accompany the law. Then how can I live a life of faith where God is with me? First of all, you have to distinguish what is right and what is wrong. After that, you must discard. Discard the wrong thing and put the right things into practice. So today, we must do our best to put into practice what we promise to God and ourselves. If you realize and practice the law of your nature in this way, you will experience that, uh, that wisdom gradually emerges and greater power emerges. Last one. Why do we gain strength when living according to our original nature? 
Why then does strength come out when we live according to our original nature? This is because God is with me there. Strength in my heart means that God is pleased. My heart is full of joy because I have fulfilled the promise I made to heaven and to myself. You must keep these principles of mind and the promises you have made to yourself and become people who are victorious in everything. When I always live a life of joy and gratitude and my heart is at peace, God will visit me and my heart will become God's resting place. So we must try to have an attitude of mind that allows God to be with us. Those who know the meaning of this word today and put it into practice will truly become great people. If you practice the word from an early age, you will be able to develop your own spirit self well without wasting time. So in our life of faith, if we thoroughly understand the position and motive we have been placed in, we cannot help but become a very proud person. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Centering on God's laws of creation, if we live according to the wish of our original nature, we are guaranteed to obtain joy. The reason why there is no joy in my in my life is because I am not living according to the wish of my original nature, which are God's wishes. If you live according to your original nature, you will surely experience, experience the presence of God. This is the law of the universe. Strength, strength in my heart means that God is pleased. When God wishes and my nature's wishes become one, any human being is bound to feel joy and happiness. My heart is full of joy because I have fulfilled the promise I made to heaven and to myself. If you keep this principle of mind that uh, uh, principle of mind and the promise you made to yourself, you will live a victorious life all the time. If I always live a life of joy and gratitude and my heart voluntarily lives for the sake of God and God will come looking for me and my heart becomes God's resting place. So we try to have an attitude of mind that allows God to be with us. Therefore, live according to the law of our nature. Live for the sake of others according to the law of your original nature. Always be stimulated by the world and put into practice. Such a person is bound to become great. If you realize and practice these things from the young age, you will be able to grow your own spirit self well without wasting time. So in our life of faith, if we thoroughly follow the position and motive we have been placed in, we cannot help but become a very, very proud person. Today, I talk about how to live with a, a rock like a faith. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Young. Wow. Yeah, thank you for reminding us the, the importance of keeping our promise to heaven and also just having that aspect of our life that's unchanging 
as a devotion and sincerity towards our heart towards God. So thank you so much, Akiyong. Mm -hmm. With that, we're going to go on to our uh, living testimony. And this today, we're going to hear from Ken Owens sharing on the coronation of God's kingship in 2001. So I'd like to welcome up Ken Owens. Good morning. Good morning. There you are. True Father said on December 22nd, year 2000. Can't see this something on top. Um, I can't read the top line. Originally, top. God was supposed to be in the absolute position of owner. Yeah. And maintaining his kingship, but he lost everything, including his love and even his lineage. That is why God could not come to the throne as the king. So this is why true parents held the coronation of God's kingship on January 13, 2001. This is the actual uh, offering tables. Uh, actually, Damon uh, was uh, instructed by God directly how to set this up. So uh, heavenly parents' thrones and the, and, the, and the white thrones and true parents' thrones and offering table on the front. This is the uh, offering cake, celebration cake. And this is the, uh, the heavenly parents' thrones. Now, the world was supposed to offer all many objects from uh, to, uh, for this ceremony um, from different uh, uh, parts of the world. Some are very elaborate, like the plaques and trophies. And this is actually uh, part of uh, Heavenly Parents, uh, the, the actual offering table. Uh, wow, so beautiful. The way it's set up. Wow, beautiful. It's different. This is how the, the, the offering table should be set whenever you have a ceremony yourself. Yeah. And this is uh, the actual uh, entrance. Now, two parents uh, came very slowly. They would stop every few steps and do offering prayer, and then they would move forward again and stop and do the same thing. They did this all the way from the back to the front. And the attendants wore a pink because it represented uh, Jesus Christ. True Father mm -hmm. said that. And then uh, this is now when they stop, they, they do another prayer. That's the daughter-in-laws in front carrying the thrones, the crowns. Wow. Historical photo. Wow. There's amazing. Enter now. Mm hmm. Wow. Uh, Father is now doing the uh, candles lighting. Mm. Was trying to watch. This is when two parents offered uh, heavenly parent uh, tea ceremony. Actually, have heavenly parent shoes representing father and mother. During the ceremony, I realized I was the only Westerner in the whole area of the, at the stage, so I had to be. Uh, do my best to <laughs> be very humble. So then this is the offering prayer. And then they did Kyungbae to Heavenly Parent. And then the beginning of the uh, other Kyungbae's. Wow, beautiful. Uh, this is the, the able... Yeah. Uh, yeah, nations. Uh, Reverend Ryan Michael Jenkins on the right. Yeah. <laughs> More bowings. Leaders. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now everyone did a kangbe. And then the daughter-in-laws offered tea to two parents. Then two parents be, uh, began their prayer. This is the offering prayer. I'll read part of it later. You mm -hmm. see the background is also elaborately uh, painted with mountains and cranes. Mm -hmm. The moon, yeah. The butter there. Offer the flowers and the cake. I was worried about making sure the cake was just high enough nut. <laughs> There's a few cakes and almost did that. Yeah. And everybody watching, two parents very happy. Wow, such a cake first time. So, wow. And they did the uh, Monse's. Everyone's happy. Hyojinim there. Yeah. Then True Father gave a speech afterwards, some of which is actually was at the uh, opening of the Peace Palace, mm. uh, the three major points that we had to follow. Mm. You can see everything. Everyone's, uh, yes, yes. Final, final words. They would did follow Kyungbae. Yeah. And the, the, the major prayer, I hope I can read the top part because the, the, there's something blocking it. Mm -hmm. Maybe Resfred can do the first line or two. Mm -hmm. But Father's main prayer, if you can start a little bit. On this liberated, victorious foundation, where you can have a joyful heart forgetting all history. We hold this ceremony whereby you are enthroned and established in your original position celebrating and offering this all transcendent, all eminent, all powerful, and almighty ceremony of liberation. Now you can exercise your sovereignty throughout the universe and in your nation, centering on the realm of victory that enables us to be united with the ideal love bound in the original heart of creation. Please accept this ceremony joyfully. We pray sincerely in the name of the true parents. Aju, Aju, Aju. Mm. So I'm a... Uh, really grateful for for being able to uh attend mm. this and, and and the blessing but yeah. father said that this was the most important event in the history of god's providence yeah so uh please those who attended please who were able to attend that please write your testimonies about this famous event historical mm -hmm. event so your children your descendants and even all of history will remember from your point of view how you were able to see this thank yeah. you Oh, thank you, Owen. Wow, you are really the, the person of history. Wow, amazing guy. Thank you so much, Ken Owen. And also, Thank you so much. You need to show time to time such a historical moment, okay? Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,